Welcome to Chicana Moms Podcast, your host, Amapola Ramirez, a Chicana sharing a little bit of her heart to inspire and create change to all the Chicana sisters. Hola, Chicana Moms. Espero que estén muy bien. Thank you so, so much for clicking at Chicana Moms Podcast, our platform here for my Chicana sisters. My name is Amapola Ramirez, and I am your host. And today, you guys, I have a very like beautiful topic um, that I've been wanting to share with you, and I've been reading about it, and I never heard of it. And I wanted to share this. And I said, I'm sharing this with my Chicana sisters. And I feel that this topic here is really going to help us understand our being even deeper. This is my input um, because I feel like it personally helped me as well. I think each and one of us, obviously, we all have a story. And sometimes... Maybe you're that type of person that is not ready to talk about your story. Or maybe you've never talked about it, like, ever since any situation probably happened in your life. And it's okay. It just meant that at that time, it just wasn't, you know, you weren't ready. Maybe you are now. Maybe you'll be ready soon. Um, but this topic, you guys, um, it is beautiful. I just think, and I want to give you detail by detail what I'm talking about. And today, you guys, we're going to be talking about the outer child. I had never heard of this before. I would always hear the inner child, right? Um, La hija en nuestro ser. And, you know, we hear a lot of that topic and there's a lot of books of that topic, obviously. Um But the outer child, you guys, when we understand that, I feel that it's just a tremendous transformation when we are aware. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that in a little bit. But also, I do want to share a little bit updates of my life just to, you know, make it. Um, it's not just a topics, but I want to connect with you and so that you know, hey, I'm open to share things about my life here and there. Um, but right now in my life, I mean, pues si les importa, ¿verdad? <laughs> y si sí, pues gracias se les agradece, pero pues si no, pues ahí les va. Anyways, I want to be able to share, you know, my my part of the story um, of living in this world. I think that we're all connected. Maybe you can relate with the things that I share about my life. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But I hope it helps. Um, in my life right now, I am busy. I'm accumulating my hours um, to get licensed as a therapist. It's going to take me a while, but it's okay. Um, I'm pushing through with all these different, you know, areas of my life that I love to do, like my clothing, La Chicana clothing. Um, I am a health coach and I like, you know, I'm a therapist And I am always trying ways to creatively implement things that can help others. Um, for example, my clothing line, I give a percentage of each purchase back to kids, orfanatorios, or, 
you know, any kids um, program because I feel that God is good, you know. I can't just keep the profit for myself. I feel that when we give out to those in need, se regresa. And I'm not doing it just like for that reason specifically, but I'm doing it because it feels good. And when I say se regresa, well, I mean, you know, it's just whenever we do good in this world, good comes back. And we have to stick with this mindset as much as we can that it's not just about us individual. We can be extremely selfish. Sometimes it's okay though, but we have to also remember that we have our raza, our community in which we have to stand together no matter what it is. It doesn't matter where you work. It does not matter where you work. It is about what you do outside in your community with what you can and with what what is it that you have, um, you know, what kind of resources you are able to to help out. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do right now. My son started college. Um, he's 18 years old. He's been very persistent. There was a time, you guys, and I hope this helps, but when he was in high school, there was times where I had to be on him and remind him, hey, your assignments. And there's times where I just let him, I had to take a step back and and let him deal with certain consequences, right, of not submitting some work, um, classwork or homework. And he, I had to do that. This is where we can't save our kids all the time. There's certain things where we can do hands-on and hands-off. But I'm glad that he was able to understand the importance of, you know, submitting a paper or any kind of project um, on the date that it was due because he felt the pressure. But he did. He pushed through and um, he learned that for himself. And I think that with this distant learning, you guys, um, when it comes to adolescence, I think that even with younger kids, we need to be able to take that time to just step back and t let them learn that independence. Um, yes, they are going to fail at some point. That's obviously part of the process of trying to master a skill. Um, so the reason I'm sharing this with you is because he's so on it. And let me give you guys some tips because, you know, he's going to community college and, um, the counselor that gave him the class, uh, the classes, well, his schedule, um, gave him four classes. But one of the things about counselors that if they don't fully understand the program of how much work it requires, they're not, they're, they can overwhelm, um, the students. And I'm talking about, you know, the young kids that just graduated from high school, if they feel overwhelmed, then, you know, there might be a possibility of them wanting to drop out of college. Thank God my son is not there, but I just wanted to share this with you guys because one of his professors said, you know, he's actually going for um, animation and he is trying his best to, for, for example, there's a class 101 and 105. It's like 101 is starting and then they give him 105. It's kind of like the second level at the same time. So it's, it was a, it's a little hard. It's a little challenging. Um, he almost wanted to give up. But I encouraged him. I encouraged him. Se me traba la lengua. 
I encourage him to continue to push through when um, he's been doing it. I'm so proud of him. You know, just because our kids turn 18 doesn't mean that you're done raising them. Um, they still that need that love, that nurture, that motivation, and they're still developing. You know, sometimes I hear people say, ya tiene 15 años, ya sabe lo que es bueno y malo. No, I'm sorry. Not even adults know right from wrong. What makes you think that your own child that probably didn't have, you know, the sufficient, you know, tools in life is ready to say, oh, I know everything. I know everything in this world and I know what's right or wrong. Yes, we know it. But when it comes to these habits and and making choices, our youth still needs help, even though they are 18 years old. Um, but that's where I'm at. I'm proud of him. My little one, uh, I say little one, but he's 12. <laughs> um, he's doing really well in school. He's very disciplined in school as well. There's times, don't get me wrong, I'm, like, I'm over it. But I'm glad that they're both really responsible with their time and, you know, just on top of everything that they have to do. But that's just my update, you guys. This distant learning is challenging. Um, but you know what? We can do this. We can do this. We just need to ask for help. If for those of you who listened to the previous podcast, con la maestra Patti, um, if you have not yet listened to it, listen to it. It's really good. Um, I will be sharing with you guys um, a podcast touching base only on adolescence and distant learning. But that is my update. Continuing to work from home and try my best to implement that self-care and going to sleep early so that I don't get really exhausted. There's times where I get so into my work. And I think that's one of the things that our parents, you guys, as Chicanas, we saw our parents, you know, hustle, um, but we really didn't see that self-care, you know. Um, So we need to be able to change that up and implement that self-care as needed. But anyways, you guys, I am so excited with this topic because it is amazing. Read books on it and um, educate yourself because it's important. The only way we are able to grow and in a more happier, joyful manner is when we implement knowledge. Implementation of knowledge is amazing, you guys. So let's get started in me talking to you about the outer child. Okay, mi chicanas, sisters. So I want to remind you that the inner child is something that we feel, right? Those needs that were not met when we were younger. But the outer child acts out feelings inappropriately due to the needs that were not being met from the inner child. Okay? So the concept of the outer child is a revolutionary self-awareness tool that lets you look at your own behavior from a powerful new perspective. And I'm going to share with you a little bit more. I mean, there's so much to learn from this that I wanted to create this episode to be able to open that window so that you can read about it. There's a lot of information out there that I was even not aware of, but it is amazing. Um, so the inner, I'm sorry, the outer child, it reveals the third dimension of your personality. 
the self-rebellious dimension. So that means that your outer child is the rebel. Yeah, You're, it's the rebel. So let's just say, cuando estabas chica, right? Um, tus papás no te dijeron, te quiero, mija. Right? They didn't say, te quiero, eres inteligente. We heard probably the opposite. Um, and there was a need that's not, that wasn't met, right? To be heard, to be loved, to be seen, right? Just to be seen. And just, if you had a little joke that you thought it was funny or you did a little dance that was funny and you wanted your parents to, to just validate You know, how beautiful, just how happy or and it was just kind of, ah, yeah, quítate, siéntate, you know? So those are just some certain things that we can relate, maybe. I know I heard it sometimes. Um, but these are just examples of how when we were little, our needs were not met. So the outer child is misbehaving. It's like throwing a tantrum from not being heard. So I'm going to give you more examples, okay? So learning to tame your outer child helps you uncross your brain wires so that you can feel love and passion without having to chase an emotional challenge, okay? So the outer child specializes in power and control. Cuando dices, me vale, me vale, I know that I'm going to do something. Right now, this choice of me, I don't know, drinking, a whole bottle of wine, I know that at some point I'm going to get drunk and I know I have to drive home, pero me vale. And I'm just going to do it. F it. I'm going to have so much fun with my friends that I'm just going to drink and I'm going to get wasted. So even though you knew the consequences, which is your adult self, your outer child took over because you grew up not feeling loved. So you've been numbing those emotions. Hope that making sense, okay? Because it's split into three. Your inner child, your outer child, and your adult self. So the adult self is obviously like, okay, I know from right or wrong. Let me stop and think. Uh-uh, outer child. Ni lo pienses. Ni lo pienses. No me vas a hacer tomar ahora porque me tengo que levantar temprano mañana para el trabajo. And the outer child says, no, it doesn't matter. Remember, you're not worthy. Remember how growing up you weren't worthy and you weren't loved. So you're going to have to drink. If you don't want to feel like, you know, depressed, so you're going to have to drink. And sometimes the outer child wins. And let me tell you, when there has been traumas and there's people pleasing, that's also part of the outer child. When you find yourself saying sorry for anything, people pleasing, putting yourself last, That's part of the outer child. The outer child has continuously taken over probably through our whole entire life. And until we are aware that we're not going to allow this outer child to take over is when things start to change. Awareness is everything, you guys. Um, when you are aware of the things that you have to change at your own pace, of course, then... Um, things start to make sense. So if you really think about it, and you can write this down, what were your needs that you needed to be met when you were little? And what does the outer child say right now in your life? Um, how rebellious do you get to the point of what? That it costs you relationships? That it 
sabotages your own mental health? What is it? So I'm going to break this down a little bit more. Okay. So the inner child is what it feels, needs, and wants. Those are the three things that we didn't get when we were a child, for example. Okay. The outer child exhibits reactive behavior patterns. Okay. So it's behavior patterns. Remember, the inner child is the feels, the needs, and the wants. And the outer child exhibits reactive behavior patterns. So it's those unhealthy patterns that continue to happen over and over and over and over. Todas esas cosas que, que recuerdas y, oh my God, cómo me comporté en ese party. O cómo me fue en, en ese date. If you went on a date, your first date with this one person and you already sat there telling that person every single issue of your life, that's the outer child. Because obviously, if you met with someone for the first time, uh, you have to be careful. You don't want to just sit there and express and share all of your traumas. And then we wonder, no me hablo para atrás, right? So keeping those limits, the outer child doesn't respect that. It's just saying, screw it, quítate que voy, kind of thing, okay? So the adult self acts as an executive in charge of nurturing the inner parenting and the outer and achieving your goals. I hope that made sense. <laughs> Let me read it again. The adult self acts, acts, okay, se comporta as executive in charge of nurturing inner, parenting outer, and achieving your goal. So let me, let me explain this. So it is the one that should be in charge, right? Of nurturing your inner child, right? When we tell ourselves, I don't know, I tend to put my hand on my chest and I tell my clients, to remind yourself, I am worthy, I am loved, right? So I am in charge of my life. And obviously for me, sometimes, you know, I don't like, I say that, but I have to say it with God, in my life. That's just the way I say it to myself. God provides me my knowledge. God is with me and he trusts that I am a good person. So I'm nurturing. And when I think of my inner child personally, you guys, I think of that little girl that was not heard. So I would just like think I'm okay. I am here. And I am protecting you. And then I can, and I give it this like silence. Isn't it crazy? I don't know. For me, it does. It, it, I mean, for me, it, it's, it's crazy. And I say that because silence is golden. It's like I'm processing in my subconscious, you know, because I'm trying to feed my subconscious with this powerful, positive affirmations. So my adult self is telling my inner child, I hear you, I see you, and I'm here for you, okay? But then also the adult self is parenting the outer. Think about it. When we are trying to, you know, well, obviously not trying, like we are parenting our kids, right? When we are providing them with tools, um, like life skills, 
right? And validation. So the adult self is pretty much telling our outer child, hey, it's okay. I, I am loved. I am loved. It's kind of you're reassuring the inner child, but also calming the outer child. I feel like the outer child is like a bully. It tries to bully you. So your adult self has to be able to distinguish, okay, ahorita como que me estoy, there's a word in Spanish, me estoy destrampando, right? Like, like I'm being rebellious right now. And the adult self is like, hey, it's okay. You don't have to drink to numb. I got this. You know, and I say this because when, when people um, have an alcohol problem, you know, it's not that easy. But there's that little voice within that says, hey, do not get that beer. That is your adult self. Okay? And the adult self helps achieve the goal of not being rebellious and not obviously not acting out. So I'm going to repeat it again so that, you know, if for some reason I lost you, Hopefully not, but I hope it's making sense, okay? Your inner child, your outer child, and your adult self. When you look at yourself in those three split sections, okay, helps you understand more of your being. Remember, the inner child feels the needs and the wants that were not met. Or maybe they were. Right. But we're talking about like in that in the way we grew up. And I talk about like, obviously, uh, my Chicana sisters here to where we grew up. I don't know. I think majority of us can really relate. I know everyone's different, but think about how your parents raised you. Mm, Many of our parents or all of our parents immigrate into this country. Right. And they worked, they had to work a lot because to survive, right? To get us food, shelter, clothing, etc. So they were at work majority of the time. So how is it that our needs and our feels and our wants were met? Um, Yes, we had all the materialistic things as much as, you know, whatever they could afford. But what about the needs of being heard, right? So the inner child is that the things that we didn't receive and and how our inner child needs to feel that reassurance that it is loved now. But the outer child, okay, it's the rebel. Okay? Exhibits reactive behavior patterns. And the last one is the adult self. It's the one that needs to be in charge. That's the responsible one that's trying to tell the inner child, hey, it's okay. It's, telling, it's trying to tell the inner child and the outer child, I got you. Don't worry. You're going to be okay. But the outer child, when the outer child has taken over for many years, you guys, um, it's going to be a little bit of the challenge. Or maybe not little challenge. It's just going to be very challenging. Everyone's very, very different. And it's important to be able to learn more about this. And I'm creating, you know, this introduction, I guess you could say, 
about the outer child because it is just a beautiful topic. We are all capable of healing, you guys. Please don't ever forget that. Do not ever forget that. We can heal. At this point, the question for you is how bad do you want to do you want to heal? What are you doing to help yourself heal? All of the answers have always been within you. If you feel sad, it's okay to feel sad. It's okay to not be okay sometimes. But how do you bring yourself up? You've done it many times in your life. You have resilience in you. How are we going to be able to tell that outer child like, hey, I'm in charge now? You know what I mean? So the outer child wants to skip the work and get straight to the benefits. No quiere hacer ningún trabajo. It's just, a ver, just let's get it out of the way. Right? Like the outer child, I'm going to give you an example. Like when we say, oh, I want to lose weight. But I don't want to work out. And believe me, working out has been challenging for me. But I voy poco a poquito. But when we say, I want to lose weight. But I don't want to work out. Mm, and I don't want to eat healthy. And let me just take the diet pills. Um, what is the outer child doing? The outer child is trying to make you believe that, hey, you're not capable. So the hell, what the hell for? Right? Like what for? Sorry, I said hell. I don't like using that word. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like the outer child wants to skip the work and get straight to the benefits. That's cheating. That is cheating. It is very rewarding to obviously implement with patience and consistency any type of skill that we want to master. So you think about it. Think about your own personal you know, habit that you wanted to master and you accomplished it. When was the last time you accomplished something? Think about it. And it's, if you're in school and you're like, oh, pues, I boy, you know, I'm still in school. You're in the progress. Cool. And that's good. You're going to get there. But what else? During your process, during the program of your, of your school, Like, what, what is it that you are accomplishing? Are you accomplishing self-care? Self-care has been something very challenging for many. Is it impossible? No. But many have actually also accomplished it to where... Se me está trabando la lengua. Pero me entienden, me entienden. There's many who have accomplished, you know, ma actually mastered self-care when they feel that they're getting burned out. So just remember that, okay? It's not a good idea to always just skip the work and go straight to benefits. It just doesn't work. So the outer child finds status and external beauty more attractive than integrity or kindness. This is more of like, you know, finding the outside materialistic things like I have to purchase something to feel good, right? And it's like, no, let me see. I mean, I I don't know. I've met people who are like, oh, a ver, see, if that person has meets my expectations of looks, then I'll date them. 
he can be a jerk, but if he's cute, I'll date him. Like, what? No. No, he can be cute and lazy. Like, what? What do you want that for? You know what I'm, I hope you guys are understanding what I'm saying. So it's looking more of the inner, inner self of people. I hope that made sense. So the outer child finds like external beauty versus, you know, like, déjale ver su corazón, déjale ver cómo trata su mamá, quiero ver su familia, like how responsible he is. No, there's a lot of lust, a lot, a lot of lust. So that's the outer child being attracted to lust. And I also want to share that the outer child grabs for quick fixes. It's like self-sabotaging, okay? Um, The outer obeys its own outer child rule. It's kind of like a little child that says, I want that toy right now. And the mom says, no, you can't have that toy right now because I don't have money. And the outer child says, no, I want that toy right now. And then the mom says, nope, sorry, you can't have it. And the outer child says, okay, fine, I'll get it myself. And they start stealing. It's like it steals happiness away from you. It will continue to creep up until it's winning until it's one whatever goal it wants to accomplish. Okay. Um, I'm going to read something to you here. Outer doesn't hesitate to sacrifice intimacy in search of satisfying its own desires. In fact, it does its best to defeat the two major tasks of intimacy. Task one is to get your inner child to become friends with your mate's inner child. Task two is to make sure you don't take each other's outer children too personally. But outer child prefers to beat up on your mate's inner child and goes head to head with her outer child. Pretty much is that if your partner also has a rebellious outer child, and so do you, it's going to prefer to beat up you're, it's kind of saying like, okay, we're both, people say we're damaged, right? But I, I don't like using that word, but I say that because that's like a common word that many people use. I'm damaged. So is my partner. We come in with baggage and we're in this relationship and it's just crazy. We argue all the time. So whenever you argue and what sometimes I say the character assassination, it's pretty much like you're like, if you know that your partner as a little boy or little girl went through a lot of things, like a lot of emotional abuse or sexual abuse, it's kind of like the wound is still open and you're throwing like alcohol on that wound. Like you keep just messing with it because it's like it hurt me. It's hurting my inner child. So I'm going to hurt your inner child. That's what we're doing in an argument with our partners. And I hope this helps to understand. I know every relationship is so challenging, you guys. We have our moments of up and down. Um, but I think that seeing, hearing this and, and seeing this is just makes sense, don't you think? It really, really does. So your developing adult self realizes that you resolve long 
standing issues, not by thinking or talking your way out of them, but by doing your way out. Okay, so in fact, learning to tame, to kind of calm that outer child is a lot like learning to swim, do yoga, or play tennis. You can read all you want about the technique, but the only thing that improves your game is actually doing it. Okay, let's talk about that. Okay, because yes, we can read on the outer child, right? But what does it look like to do the work? What does that actually look like? Well, those are... (laughs) It's like endless. And I'm going to do a part two on this, actually, because there's a lot of information. I just rather um, also do a part two. So stay tuned for that. But before we end, because all of the episodes are 30 minutes um, and I want to be able to not overwhelm. I want to be able to split it. At first, I just said I was going to do one. But now as I'm sharing this information, I just feel like it's so important to do part two. Um. I I just find this topic so awesome, you guys. Honestly, it is so awesome. And I hope you find it interesting as, as well. Um, so the work that we have to do is to be aware of that outer child, of when it's trying to take over. When you give it a name, it's what we're doing, right? The outer child. And when you know that you shouldn't drink, and get wasted because you know you have to drive home or when you're trying to control your partner or when you're trying to tell yourself you're worthless or oh my god I look fat oh I look ugly today or when you're people pleasing the more aware you are in catching yourself tr- getting there and not doing it that's doing the work And there's so many more um, suggestions that I will be giving as we move forward. But I do want to share with you, okay, the reference to everything that I'm sharing with you is Taming Your Outer Child and it's Overcoming Self-Sabotage and Healing from Abandonment, okay, by Susan Anderson. It is an amazing book. I highly recommend it. I will link it on the notes and you're going to love it. I'm getting a lot of references from here. It is not something I'm making up. It is something that I am learning and I wanted to share this with you because I think it's just so important. And by you as a mom or a dad, when you're able to understand the inner child, the outer child and your adult self, you want to be able to teach your children, okay, um, this separation um, because when you see it in categories, I don't know, for me, I'm, I like to be organized. I like to do lists. I like to highlight. I like to crumble papers, throw them in the trash. It just makes me feel like I did a post-it to do. Oh, I did it. I grab it with my hand. I crumble it and I throw it away. It's something that's just a symbol that I, this is done in no worth. It's in a trash can. I don't know. I, this is just how I, I like to do things. Um, But I think when we get organized in our mind, also in understanding these three categories, it really helps. Please, you guys, share this information with as many people as you can. 
You know, I, I think that the more we share knowledge in our community, our Chicano and Latinx community, it is going to be, we're, we're rising, you guys. We definitely are. What I said earlier about it doesn't matter where you work. It does not matter. The only thing that matters is where's your heart? And you guys are good, good people. Don't ever let anyone ever doubt that. You're good people. You're doing something every day for yourself. And sometimes you may say, no, I don't. Well, don't forget about yourself. But if you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth, come on. You care for your teeth. If you drink water or you're eating your food, you know, estás mal pasando. Well, at some point you're showing that you care about yourself, that you want to feed your body. Obviously, you want to be mindful of what we're feeding our body, right? But um, I think that we're all capable of healing. You have all the solutions within you. Therapy is wonderful. It is beautiful, but it's scary. Okay? Because there's going to be opportunities obviously at your pace where you get to share with the therapist things that you have never talked about with anybody. Recuerden, las palabras no expresadas nunca mueren. So if you don't give yourself that opportunity to liberate yourself, then when? 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 We're only here for so long, you guys. We're only here for so long. So stay tuned for part two on Taming Your Outer Child. But I also recommend this book by Susan Anderson. And the information is going to be on the notes. And uh, which is a reference to this um, episode. And let me know. L- let me know what you think of it. You can find me on Instagram as uh, Chicana Moms Podcast. Let me know what you think, and I appreciate each and one of you. Sikwidan, okay? Remember, we don't have to wait for this pandemic to end to implement beautiful things in our lives. We can do it at any time and any second of our life. You guys take care. Las quiero mucho y se cuidan. Adios. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms Podcast, Chicana Health Coach, and La Chicana Therapist. Please leave your feedback. I would love to hear from you. Rate us on iTunes, on Anchor, or SoundCloud, or anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Adios.